welcome back to the newest edition of This Week in Cincinnati with Lindsay and Brandon. How's it going? We are, we're recording this morning. It's Tuesday morning. Um, we had a little hiccup yesterday. I wasn't feeling great, so we decided to postpone a little bit. Yep, and now it's really early and I'm half asleep. <laughs> so, so. Our, um, so our show <laughs> drinks today, <laughs> of yeah. course, um, but our local. Yeah? Yeah. Well... Yeah, so mine's semi-local, actually. I don't have my normal Deep Roots coffee today, but I do have, uh, it's one from Indy. Oh, okay. But That's okay. But yeah, it's still coffee and not <laughs> a beer, so. <laughs> Why don't you tell what about, everyone. What about you? What, will you tell everyone about oh. your Deeper Roots subscription? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I get uh, Deeper Roots. They, um... They have a subscription program where you can um, order bags of coffee sent directly to your house every month. So, Which is pretty great. It's great. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Especially, uh, you know, since before that I was, you know, either you know going to the coffee shop, like their coffee shop to buy the beans, or I was going to um, Muse Cafe up the street and buying beans from them. Um, I don't even have to do that. So I can just, you can just order them online and couple of days later they'll show up at your house um, super it's, convenient it's supporting local yeah and getting caffeinated all the same yes <laughs> that's, that's the most important part so my show drink today of course my morning drink of choice is irish breakfast tea and while the tea itself of course is not local it's yeah. from ireland <laughs> it's brewleys i get it from the ireland section at jungle gyms yeah and so yeah that's <laughs> I, yeah i mean well, I'm sure, I'm sure our jungle gyms preferences will come up at some point in the show. Sure. At some point, but that's like the main thing that you go to jungle gyms for is the we, Irish breakfast. That tea. and Andelmeyer mustard. Yeah. Bavari- sweet Bavarian mustard. Yeah. It's like those are our two Necessary. absolute go-to's. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> all right. What did we do this past week? Um, that's a good question. Um, so I, I think we had a pretty busy week this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. With. So there was uh, just a lot going on. Yeah, there not was, necessarily doing things. There, there was definitely a lot going on. So um, you know, the over the week, not really much. But then you know, Friday night we um, went to the Listerman um, Trail House, which is their new yeah their new place. It's like a brew pub. Brew pub. They're not going to be brewing on site. Yeah, um, which I mean, their brewery is like a block away. So sure, it's not. That's not crazy. So the yeah, this new restaurant is located at the corner of Dana and Montgomery, where Delicio used mm-hmm. to be. Um, it's and yeah. given given that space, surprise, surprise, they serve pizza. Yeah, they do serve pizza. So and so, I mean, obviously they have Delicio's like coal fired oven set up, mm-hmm. um, which is you know, I'm I'm glad that they they use that instead of trying to kind of really? pigeonhole it into something. Something different, like sure. Hey, you have an awesome space for pizza. Why not just go with just that? make some make some good pizza? So, and and in my opinion, I think that they do. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, we, I really yeah. liked it. So we got the mm-hmm. uh, flam kuchen. Yeah, is that flam kuchen? Oh, flam kuchen. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it's it's traditionally a German flatbread with cream, onion, and bacon. So, but it's you know at this location, it's essentially a pizza with creme fraiche onion and bacon of mm-hmm. course and 
and I really wanted to try it, especially because we had had lunch, we had had yeah. pizza for lunch that day. So I wanted something a little bit different than the traditional red sauce pizza. Yeah, and, and it was awesome. I yeah. loved it. I'm I'm always up for trying different pizza mm-hmm. creations. So, sure, um, but I mean, we did also get a plain cheese pizza. Yeah, partially for Mara, but also yeah. for me to try. Yeah, and again, I would go and I I'd get the flam kuchen for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And their ranch dressing was very good for inquiring minds. Yeah. And I did obviously try the ranch. they have all the um, Listerman beers. Mm-hmm. Ba- I mean, basically, it seemed like it was probably the same lineup that they have at the tap room. Uh, yeah, It's probably pretty similar at, Although, as far as draft beers go. They did say that um, Haterade wasn't yet on tap at the at the actual tap room. Hmm. It was on tap the day before at the trail house. So we oh, got a little bit of... There you go. Of... So, the, so it's, it might differ a little bit then. Yeah. It's it's generally going to be the same the same things that they brew. Yeah. So, so. at this point, um, it's very bare bones. It looks just like Delicio did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see how it evolves and how they make that their own space. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, that's yet to be seen, but it's it's called Trail House because it's at the end, essentially, of Wasson Way. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't really know what the name behind that was, but yep. that makes sense. I cool. believe that's the end of Wasson Way. Hmm. I don't know that for sure. It's either on it or at the end of it, so either way. I would, yeah, I hope it's on it because, because I hope that Wasson Way keeps I would. I can imagine but. that it'll keep going and that <laughs> yeah. it'll ultimately just be on the trail just you know kind of like the loveland bike trail and how mm-hmm. yeah cartridge and little miami and 50 west are all kind narrow, of along narrow that path. narrow path are all yeah. along that which is awesome yeah so that'd be that'd be great yeah honestly i totally agree so in addition last weekend i had a you know i had a glimpse into my past um for my day on saturday i got up on saturday morning and took the kids to the off-market at Summit Park. Hmm. I had mm-hmm. not... They just started setting up at Summit Park this year, so it's their new addition. I honestly really haven't been to many of these events since you lived in Oakley, and they held it yeah. in Oakley Square. And Right, and we could just walk up and... Yeah, it know, was just... You we know, could just walk up, walk around. It get, was a handful of vendors and some food trucks. And, and go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We would go up and get food truck food mm-hmm. and be done, yeah. and it was great. So I went... And I love Summit Park. I think it's beautiful, and there's a lot of really cool things to do. I'm glad that it mm-hmm. exists where it does. It was a it was a needed thing. But anyway, the off market was wonderful. I think there were around 120 vendors. Mm-hmm. It was a scorcher, but yeah. I tried to go as early as I could, right at 10 when it started, and it was still very hot. But I can't imagine what it would have been like. Yeah, you know, in that, that was probably a pretty a pretty good move to go. As early as you could. I know. <laughs> um, so anyhow, um, I got to see a ton of local vendors that I love and know and some others that I got to meet mm-hmm. in real life for the first time. So I got a James Billiter print that is called A Day at the Zoo. It initially started out as an adult poster size kind of coloring sheet. Hmm. Um it's a gorgeous print. For those who are not familiar with James's work, he is he's truly so so talented and it I mean, he has murals in the Liberty Township Kroger. We went mm-hmm. up there to get our vaccines. Oh, yeah, we did. yeah. Um a woman was at his booth talking about how his uh, a mural of his is in her workplace, like mm-hmm. in the lobby of her workplace. So 
you don't only see so many people with his prints in their homes. Mm-hmm. They're they're truly everywhere around the city. So he has this. It's currently a limited edition. There are a hundred prints. His work is super intricate and beautiful, and um, it's a mix of digital printing and then hand pulled screen printing mm-hmm. at DIY, which is also amazing. A local screen printer. Um, Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. Can't wait. I don't know which one of the girls is going to get this in their room. Yeah. That's, uh, that there's going to be some. Or we could always put it in like a general yeah. like play yeah, area see. that they have. So yeah. I don't it, know. It definitely like it would be really, really cool for a kid's room. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's also a really nice print that could go anywhere. Yes, I'll have to. Um, I'll have to share it. I mean, we our... have we have a couple of other prints and stuff of his. Oh, that... for sure, Cincy Beer. We love yeah, that print. That print is awesome. Um, and... We have a glass that's mm-hmm. also like a Cincy Beer glass, which yeah. we love. Um, yeah, his work's so good. I always refer people to him for gifts. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. anyone who loves Cincinnati would love to have one of his prints. So, yeah, he's super talented. Check out his stuff if you have not already. Mm-hmm. It's available at. Oh my gosh, so many places around town. Um, mm. Yeah, Hansy Shop and Studio, I know, sells his stuff. Deer House sells his stuff. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, he'll, t- he, he'll let you know when he's restocking places mm-hmm. and that you know where to go to get it. So anyway, um, went to the off market. I tried a couple of new things, uh, new to me things from College Hill Cakery. They're known for their... Um, their gooey butter cakes, mm. which mm-hmm. um, I tried an Oreo cup. It, that was not making it past the off market, yeah. of course. Mara and yeah. I shared that. So it I was amazing. Didn't uh, get to enjoy that one. <laughs> Sorry. We did bring home a like a coffee cake, a little individual coffee cake that was like a, a gooey butter mm. coffee cake. And that was awesome. That was super good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, so College Hill Cakery was awesome. Mm-hmm. I got... Um, some we love to have foaming soap for Mara, so yeah. I've been kind of struggling with not having any local foaming soap. Yeah, she However, she loves to wash her hands, and she does love to wash her hands. And the the regular soap is just like doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't like rinse off as easily, and and she can't see that it's there for her. Yeah, you know, and yeah, well, neither for, can we. For a two year old, the foaming soap is definitely. A, a game changer. Yeah. So we saw, well, I saw that and Sundries was there, mm-hmm. which they now have a brick and mortar in East Walnut Hills, which is awesome. And they have a, essentially a refillable foaming soap. So mm. they have the container and then they also have a refillable like um, bag that has like two, I want to say servings in it, um, like two bottles worth in mm-hmm. there, which is awesome. So anyway... Did that too. Um, got some stuff from Pop Rockets. Brandon's like, "What else did you buy?" Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I'm supporting local. Huh? Okay. <laughs> it's like, what, right. do you, what do you say to that? <laughs> so anyway, um, the off market was great. Loved it. Um, and then later, and I came home, took a little rest, which is again, this is like a glimpse into my past, and then went to second Saturday. Yeah. Which is... You can um, talk more about this. Yeah, I can talk more about Second Saturday. Um, so, uh, Westwood Works puts on this event um, you know, a number a little, of times. A su- tell us a little summer. bit about Westwood Works. Just, a, like, background. Um, neighborhood I organization. Really, yeah, it's a, it's a neighborhood organization. Nonprofit. 
does things around the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not the best person to ask about Lesser Works. You don't have to go into but, the details. Um, but all great organization puts on these events um, every summer, uh, the second Saturday. Um, second Saturday of the month in, you know, a couple of months. Everyone kind of, they have vendors and food trucks and all kinds of different different things. Um, mostly vendors from around the neighborhood, but also from around the city, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll add to that. Some yeah. restaurants kind of on the fringe of and then, Town Hall. Right. So, yeah, this, this time it was kind of by Westwood Town Hall. So there's all the little... Um, they have all the, the booths, the booths mm-hmm. set up like around town hall, but then you have the businesses that are right there too. So, you know, obviously Westside Brewery, they were there. They had a food truck, Muse Cafe, Nation, Hanky Winery, Ivory House, Ivory House, Joe Sabachi, Joe Sabachi, and Emma's, Emma's. Yep. all on one occasions. Yep. So they were all there. Yes. Um, there's there are. A couple of beer options. They have live music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, I, I guess they um, they have a different brewery every month or something coming. Westside is always Westside is always there, but and then they have a rotating. Yeah. So this time Northern Row was up there, which mm-hmm. was which was fantastic. Yeah, it was nice. It was really cool to see like a newer brewery yeah. involved. We get to try yeah. some stuff that we don't really get to get to have as much. Yeah. So and speaking of places that that we don't really try which unfortunately we had emma's um we Mm. had emma's second saturday special to eat and it was pulled pork macaroni and cheese and banana pudding and i'm not a huge pulled pork fan it was good yeah um the macaroni and cheese and banana pudding were amazing truly so good um so she does catering she the the place does catering and then you can also eat in or get to go and they have a a larger menu than just these specials so i can't wait to go back and try some other stuff they have meatloaf and rib tips and yeah so all kinds of stuff yeah definitely gonna make that part of our rotation going forward it's right around the corner i don't know why we haven't already it's pretty close close (laughs) to us yeah So, so that was very good yep we love second saturday it's a it's a nice way to kind of get out and and, fraternize yeah and I mean right from you know for coming off of the pandemic it's like you know <laughs> there's all these people that we haven't seen in months how long months. right so it's it's nice to to get back out there and to have everyone in one place yeah so um remaining dates of course I'm on the committee so I absolutely yeah. have to um talk about this but yep. um June it's June July August and September so the remaining dates are July 10th, August 14th, and September 11th from 4 to 8 p.m. at Westwood Town Hall, which is an amazing, mm-hmm. amazing area. Um, yeah, there's yeah. And I mean, right, even if you don't live in Westwood, it's it's still a really, it's a really nice event. Lots yeah. Of, lots of good stuff to do. Lots of parking options. Yeah. There were, there were definitely a lot of people around that. You know, weren't Westwood people? Sure. Which was which was great to see. So. Like Aftab. Yeah, Aftab Pureball was there. Aftab um, made an appearance. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I know this is getting a little bit much, but we also to keep it kind of short, we went to Westside, of course, and had some Nation on Sunday. Yeah. Which was always never, a good idea. Yeah, never a bad, a bad way to spend 
a Sunday. Yeah. And um, one more thing that I almost forgot to mention is that after a six-month-long hiatus, I reopened the Tortoise and Snotty shop on mm-hmm. Etsy mm-hmm. with a few pre-sales. So the I've had a lot of interest in people getting the original list shirt. Um, so there's a pre-sale for that. And there are also two more a uh, tank top and a t-shirt. It's a, I call it the Cincy Crest. So we will share the um, the link to the Etsy shop if you are interested in going to check those out. Those mm-hmm. will just be um, available, quote unquote, available for a limited time for the next week or so. You yeah. can pre-order and then yeah. get those shirts. So Yeah, not that I'm biased or anything, but definitely makes a great gift. Um, True. Thank you. For for people who live out of town, I yeah, think we, like just observing people buying them from you, um, you know, a lot of people are buying them for people you know who are from Cincinnati but don't live here. Sure, have so lots of Cincinnati kind of rep- pride, so they can kind of represent. And then, you know, I and I'll even add like I get comments on mine all the time when I wear it out. So, um, yeah. And, yeah, and people can truly cannot say enough about how comfortable these shirts are. And mm-hmm. I can't say yeah, enough about nice. it. I If I could wear it every day, I would. Yeah. They're really nice. All right. So so moving on to some, some local news. <laughs> okay. Um, I've just been, I kind of peruse some local sites and just see what's, what's interesting to share. Um, one of them is Cincinnati's top 10 barbecue spots, according to City Beat readers. Um. Of course, going through this, and of course, mm-hmm. City Beat readers, you always take that with a grain of salt because yeah. the freaking and it's I mean right, it's not it's not City Beat's editorial staff no making these it's decisions. the readers it's the readers so you gotta take it with a grain of salt sure <laughs> yeah it, it, I mean the same thing with their best of yeah. um, poll every year yeah there's always there's always yeah. Like, their favorite burger place is, like, five guys. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I know. Uh, it doesn't even make sense. Or, like, yeah. fast fast food. People put fucking, like, Panera or what, Chipotle or yeah. Chipotle or, yeah, or Mexican food. For best Mexican food. God. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. it should not surprise you that the number three barbecue spot, according to City Beat readers, is City Barbecue. Yeah. Although, I, I feel like most people don't know that that's a chain. In general, I mean that's exactly the point, though. I know, right? Right. But I, I understand. No. It shouldn't even be an option, is my point. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, but right. I mean, it's I know as it's someone hard. Who's, who's eaten city barbecue plenty of times. It's over good. The it's years. good it's food. Good. It's good food. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I like. I don't think I knew that it was a chain until I saw one, like in like Louisville or something. Okay. Well, I did read that there are they're all over the Midwest, so it mm. may be like a but large it's a local, regional yeah, chain. Like a regional it's chain. not a local chain. I, it is not a La Rosa's, sure, or a Skyline kind of thing. Yeah, it is a it's a it's not a national chain, but it is. They say it's in the Midwest and the South, so okay. it's a large regional chain. But it shouldn't be an option, but in I my mean, opinion. I, I think that there are definitely some good ones on the rest of this list. Yeah, so, like I think that they did a good job with the top two, and that Lucius Q and Eli's are are the top two. Which, sure, no argument there no on argument either. There. I love both Lucius Q and Eli's. Sure, um, Jess Kewen's on this list. Love Jess Kewen. Mm-hmm. Um, Midwest I, Best, the one that I always kind of have been shouting out lately. Yeah, we really like that place. Yeah, Pontiac. Um, we've yeah. had several yeah. times. Love Pontiac their wings. Is, Pontiac is Ugh. awesome. Yeah. Um, 
just disappointed to not see Velvet Smoke. You love Velvet Smoke. I voted for Velvet Smoke. I saw this article and voted. Oh, I didn't vote. I didn't um, see the article. Yeah. I threw some I threw, threw them some love, but Good. um yeah. I just, you know, some of these places are just small and yeah. don't really get that kind of recognition. Um, Sweets and Meats is on here, which is in, I, I think it's Mount Washington, technically. Yeah. Don't they? I've been wanting to, they, they have, have a, a food truck. They have a food truck. They too, do right? have a food okay. truck. I've been wanting to try this place for so long and I just have not yet. Um, I'm like 99% sure that I've had it at a brewery. And maybe. You, you didn't want it or something. I <laughs> traditionally am not a huge barbecue so. fan. I'm really, I'm coming around. <laughs> yeah. But traditionally and historically have not been a huge barbecue person. Yeah. And, and there's, yeah, there's a couple that we still need to try to. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Pickles and Bones in, mm-hmm. in Milford. And then there's another um, one on here Harman's. that I hadn't heard of, which is Harmon's. which yeah. is, down in Kentucky. Yeah. Fort Wright, so, did it say? I think so. So, um, yeah, crossing the river for food is like a. It's got to be like a planned thing, usually. <laughs> yeah, Unless it's, not, it's not right over we, in Covington. We do very often yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, so kind of in this same vein, there was another article, um, not an article, I guess like a listicle kind of thing. Um, 25 best restaurants in Cincinnati right now, according to Yelp. Again, take it with a grain of salt. According to Yelp. Acor- yes. That's... <laughs> exactly. But yeah. I still think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, there, there are definitely some ones that I, I would not have expected. For sure. Um, so Fred and cool. Gary's. Love that it's oh, on really? this list. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. Fred and Gary's is a Gary's small, awesome. super, super unassuming, no frills place downtown on Vine Street. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to eat it. They've been there for lunch. Oh, for years and years. Twenty years, thirty years, probably. <laughs> I don't even know. Since the nineties, I would think. Um, like it's weird to think yeah. that the nineties was twenty, almost thirty years 20 ago. Something years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they have sandwiches and p- their pizza is really good. Mm. I mean, super random place, but I, yeah. I love. That's, that's definitely it on this one list. of my like. Um, I don't. I don't know if I would call it a go-to, but definitely one like in in my rotation as far as uh, downtown lunch places. Work lunches go. for yeah. sure. It's only open it's for lunch. A, and I mean, it's it's a good value too <laughs> if you like. I think a sandwich and a side is like seven bucks or something. Yeah, I think a pizza. I, and it's less than ten and bucks. If for you sure. tell them it's your, it's if if it's your first time there, um, they'll oh. uh, they give you a cookie yeah they do a big chocolate chip cookie yeah you're right i forgot was, about that which was awesome so <laughs> just tell, you know, them, I really... tell them that it's every no, I don't... <laughs> stop try uh, <laughs> but it it's a great yeah. downtown i mean option. and really just like yeah definitely family-owned place mm-hmm. super nice that. people yeah. grab some food obviously it's all to go but grab it to go and just go right over to fountain square yeah it's right across the street essentially mm-hmm. um a place on here that I've not had and I've been that you and I both have been wanting to try for a long time is Buddha Barn in oh, Sailor yeah. Park. Yeah, it's just it's so hard to get to Sailor Park. I know, <laughs> you're right. Even for us who live on the west side, it's still a, like a twenty minute drive. Yeah, there and back to get it. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, we'll we'll definitely have to to make it a point to. I mean, to do that soon. We're on the west side, but I would say like hardly, right? Yeah, and, and, like this whole. Yeah, the, the the real West Side is really hard to get to. Yeah, it's just far. Um, speaking of Maya's Indian is on here, which I love. Maya's, is I awesome. love that. Maya's is great. It's in Price Hill, mm-hmm. uh, close to the Incline District. Yeah, we have no no issues driving 15, 20 minutes to go get Maya's. No, and I mean, um, it's really good. What I 
one place on here that I've not had and have been wanting to try for so long, and it's kind of sad that I haven't been there yet, is um, Crown Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, my I, I work pretty close to there, so I've been for... You've been work, for lunch. Work lunches. A few times. A couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Love it. Um, so, yeah. Well, well, like we did last time, thank you, Brandon, is include these links in our show notes. Yep. So you can always go through and look for yourself. Oh, and... also, I just saw, shout out to Bridges for being oh, number two on this list. That's yeah. awesome. Bridges is so good. Um, I love their memos. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not huge on their entrees. I just... I don't know why, but their momos are so good. They're essentially like dumplings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Yeah, but their entrees are also really good at either the North Side or the Court Street ones. Mm-hmm. Which I go to the Court Street one generally, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, with working downtown, yeah, I need to. Uh, yeah, and and now I'm thinking I need to make that happen soon. <laughs> I've only been to the North Side one in so. over a year. And they were they would also be on uh, Fountain Square a lot with yes, the yep on Thursdays Thursdays yeah yeah so I would I actually got them there a lot before they opened their downtown location so hmm. I do remember I yeah, yeah which is good because then you can go and that's one of those places that mm-hmm. um, I don't have to hold you back yeah. you can go and get it <laughs> yeah that's true um okay so. Moving forward on this, on these news. So the next thing is the Banks Music Venue is ready to go. What's next at Cincinnati's Riverfront? And I'll just run through this really quick. There's a pocket park in the works, um, an office tower, Lot 24, which is just to, like if you're looking north from Mm -hmm. the river, just to the right of Paul Brown Stadium, is the largest plot that remains. The city, of course, has high hopes for what's going to go there, but it is yet to be decided. The Sky Star Wheel has contacted the city allegedly um the ceo saying they would like to return but understand that if it's if something else comes along um apparent that is still in the air we don't really know where that stands Mm -hmm. so there's also um a marina in the works with 30 to 40 slips for a boat for boats in a restaurant um that is it's going to be a public landing or it's planned at the public landing i'm sorry um, which is really close to the Heritage Bank Center. Um, of course, there are surface lots that they don't really know what they're going to do with yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, there, I mean, there's, you know, it's been so many phases of the banks and all the riverfront stuff going on. So there's still some stuff to happen. Yeah. And they've already announced some concerts there that are either... Yeah, at Icon Music Center. Icon. I like the name. Yeah. It's um, sponsored. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I think Foo Fighters is the first like outdoor show that they're gonna have, which that's already sold out. So don't even bother. <laughs> um, I, and then uh, Jason Mraz mm. and Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. You would be interested in Dropkick and Dropkick Murphys. You are not wrong there. And <laughs> tickets go on sale Friday for that. So are so, you are you considering it? I'm very much considering it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would it's out, it's I like also that. it's outdoors. So, oh, I didn't I didn't yeah. know that there was outdoor space at there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's at the Icon Festival stage at Smale Park. Oh, that's why. Yeah, so it's not like in inside the building. I understand. Yeah, so. Okay, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that yeah. for me. Um, <clears throat> cool. 
but yeah, lots of lots of stuff already like posted on their website. I'm not going to go over all of them, but um, those, those every couple. week it's like another wave of people have been announced. Yeah, so, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool to see that kind of starting to be a thing again. Get traction, yeah. And Which yeah, it's very cool to start seeing shows being a thing again. Yeah, this is not at the Icon Music Center or the stage, but I did get tickets to see Justin Bieber next april so i'm pretty excited about that it's a heritage bank arena it's right. an arena show yeah <laughs> um anyhow so um brandon really loves the spelling bee i do i love um, i love the spelling bee <laughs> there are seven ohio spellers competing in the scripts national spelling bee and one of them is from ohio i'm sorry one of them is from cincinnati yeah that's which awesome. is pretty cool yeah so, yeah, Tara Rakesh, mm-hmm. uh, 12 years old, in Cincinnati, yeah. so, um, in this article. So that's going to be, um, what, on June 27th? That It's airing on June 27th. Oh, I On see. ESPN 3? ES- ESPN 2. Yeah, it's on, it's, on, it's on TV. And then I guess you can play along on ESPN U, according to this article. Which oh, that's I, pretty awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So but, um, the quarterfinals are actually going to be oh today today yeah Tuesday from noon to six yeah and you can watch that on ESPN three which is online yeah right so hopefully I'll get this episode up so people can listen to it before that <laughs> before happens. that starts so, um, what's the um what's the documentary on Netflix oh is it just like. Bellbound? Is that right? I don't know. No, I don't think um, that's... I'm making that up. So there's a... Um, there's there, a documentary on Netflix that we were watching. And... Oh, Spelling the Dream? Spelling... Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Um, yes. For, it was follow, really neat. Following four hopeful competitors. And I just... I got a glimpse into my future with yeah. Brandon and the girls. I mean, like, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't I think I was never a spelling guy, though. I, I don't think you would pressure them, but I, I can no. see you, like, these parents make hundreds and hundreds of flashcards and oh, yeah. study with their kids, and I could totally see I, you doing I will that. absolutely study with my kids, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> spelling in English, I mean, yeah, I, I'm a good speller, but I was never a competitive speller. So. Sure. So... I, when I was in seventh grade, we had, you know, just a, a really informal kind of school spelling bee. Mm-hmm. And I was so traumatized. You know, it was traumatizing as a seventh grader. I went up and they're like, spell deodorant. So I was like, deodorant. D-E-O. I don't even remember how mm-hmm. I spelled it. But you bet your ass I've never fucking spelled it wrong since. Because yeah. I spelled it wrong and lost out. And I'm like. And, and I felt like people were like, everyone. ooh, she doesn't wear deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and when you're in seventh grade, you're like, man, yeah. this is rough. That's exactly the wrong time to have that happen, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was a yeah. little bit, um, I was I turned off by spelling bees from I don't there. Think, I, I don't know if I ever had one growing up. A spelling bee? Yeah. You would have been good at it. I would have been fine, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, definitely don't remember it. I remember Geography B, but I don't oh, remember You were obviously B. good at that. Um, so anyway, I'm actually, so I'm actually a pretty good speller now. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's what shaped me. Could be. <laughs> well, maybe they need to have the Scripps adult version. The, uh, <laughs> the Scripps sen- <laughs> senior tour of the Scripps B. Well, you know what? Scripps is locally... Um, 
is is local. The headquarters is right downtown. Yep. And I have a, our neighbor. Our neighbor works in HR, so. Yeah, there we go. Let's. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Senior tour. All right, Brandon, take us to. Uh, I, I'm tentatively calling this Cincinnati Exposed. Oh, okay. Our new, our rotating topic. Yeah. So I, I was kind of struggling to come up with something this week, um, but I did come up with something. You don't have to say you're struggling. It's okay. Just uh, be confident. I'm, I am confident. I'm confident that it's a good topic. I'm. I, I don't know how much I want to talk about it because it's very early in the morning um and it's, it's a long not, topic it's not that, that we early. can it's seven forty-five. it's early for me it's true okay so um <laughs> i obviously you are familiar with um the museum center mm-hmm. but are you familiar with the history of the museum center maybe not in the way that you're talking so do you know like when it opened not off the top of my head so it's been it's been um, it was completed in 1933. Okay. Um, and the, oh, oh, well, opened in 1933 and then closed in 1972 originally. Okay. And then reopened in 1991. Okay. Um, and so basically the um, interesting, some interesting things about the museum center. And so that's going to be the topic today is just kind of the museum center and Union Terminal. Okay. And just kind of how that came about. Um, oh, we're talking about transportation again. Yeah. Okay. I, Which is I feel fine. Like, I feel like we keep on going. I feel like we've been too food-centric. So. No, that's fine. I, I love talking about transportation, but it is but, a little depressing. Yeah. Oh, that's or right. Or disappointing. You did, I, I, I forgot that you did the subway one last week. No. It, I'm, it's okay. <laughs> I want people to know about this yeah, stuff. I so, want to get people, you know, yeah, to okay. know about this history. It's good. Okay. So... Um, one thing that I didn't know about the museum center is that th- the firm that um, designed it, Fellheimer and Wagner, they actually, um, the founder of that firm was actually the lead architect for Grand Central Station in New York. Interesting. So that's awesome. Another Cincinnati, New, New York, York City tie architecture with, with engineer John Roebling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that there's another. Um, Link there. And sure. So he, Who's was first? Um, Grand Central Station. Grand Central Station was first. Okay. Um, just it, and I, I think I believe that the firm is a, a New York firm. Okay. But um, the that same guy did not d- design uh, Union Terminal. He actually gave that to a younger employee to to start. And the original plan for Union Terminal was actually going to be a very like intricate gothic architecture whoa yeah i'm glad that wasn't what happened i am too so um you know they they started building the building um with the initial initial plans and then in 1930 um a the architects hired paul philippe cray which is a i don't know he's a french guy i'm guessing given his name but um he Altered the design aesthetic to go with what was popular at the time, which was the Art Deco style. Sure. Which is why, you know, you see this is like a very quintessential Art Deco building. Okay. And that's um, kind of where that influence came from. Um, and I so, love it. but actually, the main uh, the main arch in the in the center 
was mm-hmm. actually um, inspired. It inspired Fellheimer, um, but it was from he went to Helsinki in 1927 and saw their central station that had that arch so that was where he got the idea for um like for the design of the arch interesting when they were coming up with the art deco the art deco style did we watch something last night about helsinki was it like mentioned somewhere jeopardy maybe did i dream it because i this is a premonition. I don't know. I like dreamt about Helsinki, and now you're telling me about it. Oh, I haven't thought about Helsinki ever randomly. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Um, and when it opened, uh, the Union Terminal had seven railroads attached to it. Okay. Um, and then obviously when Amtrak took over, they were ma- they maintained two railroads until 1972. Okay. Um. And then they left and went to the Cincinnati River Road Station and then came back to Union Terminal in 1991. So that's how the railroad part of it worked out. But um, the rotunda is the the Union Terminal's kind of main feature. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you tried doing the Whispering Gallery? Yes. The Whispering Fountains. Where... You stand on one, yes, the whispering, they're like two like drinking you, fountains. There are two drinking fountains. Yeah. And you stand on either side. So, mm-hmm. to answer your question, yes, I've done this. And yeah. it's because we went at some point for a field trip as mm. kids. And, and they, they told us about they it. They tell you about it. And of course, gotcha. when you're a kid, you're like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to try this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we tried it. So, basically, it. The, the, the premise being because of how the building is shaped, you can have just like a, you can have a quiet, Talking. private conversation with somebody on the other side of the room. Like, at these 150 rooms. feet away. Yeah. Like, 200 feet away. Room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's yeah. try it next time we go. Yeah. That's I'm and we'll report. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I, I've heard of this before, but I've never tried it. So I'll, we'll okay. have to. We'll have to try it out. <sighs> Love it. Um, but also, the rotunda features the largest semi dome in the Western Hemisphere. So I did read about this, which and is I, think I, I had no idea. About it that. was the largest in the world, I believe, until the Sydney Opera House. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and and now it's still the largest on this half of the world. Yes. So that's very cool. So it's 180 so cool. feet wide. 106 feet high, which is nuts. It's so huge. So I was really close in my 150 feet whispering fountain thing. Yeah, you were. I I had no idea. Yeah. That was just a guess. Um, (laughs) Toot my own horn. I mean, there there are definitely some cool, um, you know, Cincinnati stuff there. Like, you know, Rookwood Pottery has the, the Rookwood Tea Room. Uh, yeah, just the, decorated entirely in the mosaics in and murals. Yeah, are gorgeous. And there's a lot of like really cool Cincinnati stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I I can't mention this. I'm not really a superhero guy, but um, oh, you'd know, be it, remiss to not. I, yeah, I can't not mention that it inspired the design of the Hall of Justice um, in the Super Friends series. So, <laughs> which I definitely remember watching that show when I was a kid because it was on uh, Cartoon Network a lot. Okay, but the reason the how how that came about was actually because one of the animators of that show, um, so Hanna Barbera, who produced it, was huh. a division of Taft Broadcasting. Whoa! So they were from here, probably. Ish, yeah. And so one of the an, the animators visited 
when he was in Cincinnati. Okay. And when he saw that, that was what inspired him to create the cool the Hall of Justice. So, so when, when we were kids, cool. um, that's what we called it growing up. Yeah. The Hall of Justice. My yeah. my brother. It's a, it's a pretty common, <laughs> common uh, knowledge. That's uh, sure. But, but. Um, I posted a picture from Union Terminal a few weeks back, and my brother commented, "You mean the Hall of Justice?" Hmm. And I thought that was funny. Yep. And so, just to to wrap it up, uh, I know this as as I said, this is a long one. So, it's okay. um, but. To wrap it up, right now you can still you can ride trains out of there. The Amtrak Cardinal Line, um, it operates every other day, um, and you know, you, goes from Chicago on one way to New York the other way, and so basically, but they are in the middle of the night. So we yeah. we actually we have a trip coming up that we looked at yeah. trying out the Amtrak with. But with two small children, it's we probably not going to work out. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe maybe sometime in the future. Yeah, definitely sure. sometime but, in the future. Um, yeah. So, trains to Chicago arrive at one thirty one a.m. and trains to New York arrive at three seventeen a.m. Each departing ten minutes later. It's so. like, could they make it harder yeah, for people just, to use public transit? Yeah, and so ridership is among the lowest of Amtrak stations in Ohio. And the lowest for any station serving a metropolitan area of at least 2 million people. That's depressing. There you go. People around here just don't care. It's a car first well, society, whatever. Yes, but also they're in the middle of the night. And also it does not make it easy for people <laughs> right. to do there, it. And there's only, there's three trains a week and they're all in the middle of the night. So, yeah, you know, that's, I, I think it's, it's both of those things, but yeah, yes. it's, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That that I mean, that would be really cool. I know that there have been kind of plans and renderings and stuff of um, expanding Amtrak and expanding those routes and expanding the service, which would be probably the best part. So, if you're if you're hopefully interested, more to come on that. But you yeah. know, if you um, you know see advocacy group advocacy groups for that. Like all aboard Ohio. I was just gonna say, follow um, all aboard Ohio yeah. if so you want they're, they're more very information. Good about, um, you know, sharing that information. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very informative and yeah. super knowledgeable. Yeah. Also, all right. So the upcoming week and things to do. Um, this weekend on Saturday is Juneteenth, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so I'll get to that in a second. So Friday and Saturday is Greatest Hits, Ryan Geist's eighth anniversary which is wild. That's crazy. I know. I, we went to the first, first couple. Anna- yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, we would make it a point to go to their anniversary because they always had, they always had exclusive beers that they were mm-hmm. releasing, which was, which was always great. Oh, I remember like back in the day of like Sabretooth yeah, releases. Yeah, that was, that was like the very, I don't know. I don't think it was the first time they did it, but definitely one of the first like releases that they did of it mm-hmm. was on their anniversary. Oh. Memories. It's good. Um, also in the brewery front, Friday to Sunday, Third Eyes, one year anniversary celebration. That's, I can't believe that. That's only been here a year. I agree. I feel like I that's saw been that and I was longer. like, wow, I guess just the pandemic kind of yeah. made everything wonky. Yeah, you never, you can't really tell time right now. Yeah. So we love, I really like Third Eye. Yeah. Their I, beer's really good. I'm actually unfamiliar with their beer. I was pregnant the first time we went, yep. and the second time we went, I'm sure I tried it, but Mar, you know, just 
paying attention to Mara. Yeah, I don't remember. Their I, food is I super feel like good. you were pregnant both times. You know what? I may have been pregnant both times. I don't... <laughs> like, I, it was in the summer and then fall. Yeah. I think is when I we think, met. I think that's that's the case. You're right. So, so I have not had the beer, yeah. which is why I'm unfamiliar. Yeah. But anyway, their food is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday, the Bluegrass Music and Craft Festival at Vina Colette Winery. The craft show is from 11 to 7, and music is 12 to 11. So the entire event is from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., $5 yes. admission. We have never been to Vina Colette, and I nope. really want to go. Um, Saturday, like I mentioned, is Juneteenth. And um, Esoteric Brewing is hosting the Mobile Black Wall Street uh, Juneteenth Festival from 2 to 7. There are going to be a lot of vendors um, and some food, which sounds awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Saturday and Sunday, Wondercade's grand opening weekend. Um, yeah. Saturday, they're open 5 to 11, Sunday 2 to 9. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's another... Another local one. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on this weekend, and I'm only touching on, you know, some some big hitters. So for a complete rundown and for more events, you should follow me at Linsanati on Instagram. I share um, events going on in my stories, but for the fullest list of things to do, I highly, highly recommend signing up for the newsletter. All you have to do is go to tortoiseandsnutty.com where you will be prompted to subscribe. So I include links to news articles and all of the things to do um, Friday through Sunday. So definitely wow. recommend that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what's going on in the sports world this weekend? Um, so actually the Reds uh, have been good okay. over the last like, week or so. So um, <laughs> it's, all, it's up and down. Yeah, they're... Such a very up and down team. Actually, uh, I talked with this with uh, my buddy Wick Terrell um, on his podcast um, the other the other day. But it's just What's it's so podcast? frustrating. It's it's called Believe in Reds, and it's on the Believe Sports Network. But okay. um, but yeah, we uh, so go go check go check that out. I'll throw a plug in for him. Um, okay. But uh, the Reds are at. In Milwaukee right now, um, they won. They won the first game of that series last night. Um, they play uh, again tonight and tomorrow. Tonight being Tuesday night and uh, Wednesday afternoon in Milwaukee. Okay. Um, and then um, they are on the road over the weekend. They're going to be in San Diego, so uh, late games. Um, and then FC Cincinnati's back, so um, they'll be. Mm-hmm. They'll be back this weekend um, at home against Colorado, uh, seven seven thirty. Mm. Uh, good at TQL Stadium. Good to mention that there is an FCC pregame party at Washington Park this weekend from yeah. four to eight cool. on Saturday, and the game's at seven thirty. Yep. Okay. Also worth mentioning. Yep. So go go check those out. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, once again, for the links that we've talked about, you can check those out in the show notes. Be sure to listen and subscribe where you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. We are available, as far as I know, just about on every platform. Yep. Um, you can follow me at Linsanati on Instagram, which is my platform of choice. And Brandon's is on Twitter, at mm-hmm. The Musketeer. Um, yeah, subscribe to the newsletter. Thanks for listening. 
Yep. We hope you all have a great week and an even better weekend. And we will catch up next week. Yep. See you next time. See, see you later.